The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. The high school football regular season for 2023 comes to an end this evening, but it's playoff time for two local teams. For the North Hall Trojans, what turnaround they have had this year as Coach Sean Pender's team is in the state playoffs. But the thing is, we don't know where they'll finish in the region and who they'll play coming up in the state playoffs next week. On the other hand, for the East Forsyth Broncos of Coach Brian Allison, in year number three, they are having a chance to make history with a win this evening. They'd be going to the state playoffs for the first time in school history. It's North Hall and East Forsyth wrapping up the regular season here at 97.5 Glory FM as we bring you the very best in high school football, kicking things off with the Longtree Cafe pregame show live from North Hall. Our broadcast kicks off now. 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Long Street Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And the old song says it's the last game of the season on Friday night at home with the boys of Fowler here on 97.5 Glory FM as we get ready for this first Friday night in November. Hopefully it'll take us into the month of December for some of the local teams as we start the playoffs next week. And here on 97.5 Glory FM, we close out the regular season here at the Rickyard at Lincoln Trail Stadium as the North Hall Trojans take on the East Forsyth Broncos. It's playoff time, as I mentioned, they're getting ready for this one. And North Hall wins. They're the number three team. And one of their best friends will be the Cherokee Blood Bears. They'd be the number four seed. But if the Broncos of East Forsyth win, they're in the playoffs as number three. North Hall will be the number four team. And, of course, Quaddy goes on the road next Saturday for us here as we'll be down in Henry County for the first round of the state playoffs next Saturday for the North Hall team. And right now, it's like, how important is this ball game, guys? Well, I still think it's extremely important. I mean, you want to, you want the higher seed. Uh, you know, if you're number four, you got to play the number one from the other side. Now, we have seen times when it's a weak region and the number one team is not as strong as maybe somebody else because all it takes is one win over your number two. But I think that that, that region five that they're going to be playing against, the two teams that they would face could be one or the other, could be either Luella or could be Stockbridge. Stockbridge has had a little bit of a history to them. Luella's kind of new on the scene, but... It's still, you look at it, it's, it's going to be a tough way, either, tough road either way, but I think North Hall still wants to be the number three seed. Yeah, and they've, they've got an outside shot. Admittedly, it's a long shot of being number two. They do. That, 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 that would take a, a miracle by East Hall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. But they, they're going to come in two, three, or four. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and if, if that happens, you know, that, that could flip everything up. You know, if, if, if East Hall were to come up with that miracle win tonight, Ron, and, and pull that one off against Madison County, it's a Madison County senior night, too, and with all the distractions that go along, and we're looking at senior night here at North Hall, yeah. you have a lot of distractions with that, and is your mind ready for the game? Yeah, that, yeah. Are your seniors ready for the game? Right. Isn't it? In, in fact, Sean Pender, the the newly bearded Sean Pender, that is, <laughs> got him a beard going on. Must be the wintertime look. Yep. Anyway, he got his uh, football players off the field as quick as he could. I saw him do that. I yeah. saw they were trotting off as soon as they got through with the football players. They've done the AV team, the audiovisual team, 
Now I think they're doing the band, and I think the cheerleaders will be last, it looks like. But a lot of seniors that we'll talk about them through the evening and, and look forward to uh, talking about them. So you see how important high school football is. When we have covered the graduation ceremonies here at North Hall, it's almost like every person who graduates here talks about their favorite moment being on a Friday night during the football season. Oh, sure. I, I, well, you and I talk a lot about the, the, the long night we stood right down there Absolutely. in the rain when North Hall was playing many, many years ago, and you and I were the only two fans in the stands that night. Showed you how dedicated we were at the time. Had nowhere to go. <laughs> exactly. You didn't, have, you didn't have the movie house and all this to do, but so we watched the ball game in the pouring rain. And uh, I, I agree with you, Mike. A lot of folks still think, and, and, and arguably I agree with them, they know your favorite memories are the high school football game, oh, high yeah. school basketball game, baseball, whatever sort of thing. Yeah, and it goes back, you know, in our generation it definitely was. And back then they didn't have the brick house here, so y'all were standing yep. in the mud. Oh, we, we were down here on old wooden bleachers. Uh, and, and they were playing on the grass field, and you only the had picture, the okay. yeah, <laughs> and you only had you only had the one field house down here, and, and it was white, and it was hard to access. So <laughs> yeah, it was those, small. Those, yeah, you needed to you needed to swim to it that night. Yeah. Those old wooden uh, ticket booths they had out there. Oh yes, back yeah. out there, they were painted white too. I think. Joe. Yeah, they sure I were. think they were. Before, they were. Before, before, before homecoming, my senior year, when somebody decided to paint everything old gold. <laughs> <laughs> and so everything changed at that time. But Gary, you see, you know Brian Allison. He's got Sean Conley, formerly Chester T. High, helping him out there. And, and he sees how important this is for a, a third-year program. And they're very similar to how Cherokee Bluff got started. Yeah, and, it, I mean, this is uh, remarkable. Uh, like you said, it was remarkable for the Bluff to be where they were after just a, a few years in East Forsyth. Uh, got a lot of pride. Find a, find it's in, it's in and out, yeah, and I'm just spot. sitting here, guys. I don't know. It's a, the dead zone thing. Um, yeah, a lot of pride in the school, and uh, they're ready to come out here. And you know, and they got something to play for. And if they lose tonight, they're out. They're done. So that's you know, that's about all the incentive you would need. You'd think. I think that that's the one thing that Brian's probably going to tell his troops in there tonight. The Broncos is, hey guys, you got to be pumped up and ready to play for 48 minutes tonight for sure because of that just that fact well, is you don't have uh, this is the one game one game you done type thing north north hall needs to get on these people early and put the foot to the floor keep the pedal to the metal otherwise these are you know we saw them and they were just we saw cherokee bluff cherokee bluff may have played one of their best games yep. when, oh, yeah. they, when they beat them over there i think they were still undefeated in the region they were when they played uh, cherokee bluff over there and that was a that was a game that went the bluffs away, but it was a very narrow win. That was the first loss of three in a row for the Broncos there between Cherokee Bluff, North Oak County, and Madison County. You see how tough this region is. We've got much more to talk about here on the Long Street Cafe pregame show. We're back in two minutes. Counting at the kickoff here on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary, and they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. 
This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The way you live your life has changed. You have new priorities, new technology, new opportunities. Jackson EMC has created the ideal home for you, one that reflects your new lifestyle. It's called Right Choice Homes. Every Right Choice Home is guaranteed to be energy efficient, comfortable, and receives our lowest energy rate. Right Choice Homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, only from Jackson EMC. Welcome back to the Long Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. And we're counting down to kickoff here on 97.5 Glory FM. Gary going on the sidelines. Ron Poole, Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here in the booth. Back in our studios reducing the game as always. Nathan Laddie here at Team Glory Sports to bring you the very best and the most local sports coverage on any radio station in North Georgia. We've got after the game, GNN's Friday Night Lights with Chester Proctor. I'm back at the Sports Center at 11.05, wrapping things up. We'll talk about playoffs some more on the final score this evening until midnight. Then Ron and I are with you tomorrow morning at 9.05 with the Saturday Morning Sports Show. You get a chance to see a live video stream on X, formerly known as Twitter, on our site, at Team Glory Sports. Then college football tomorrow starting at 3 o'clock. As it'll be Georgia State and James Madison starting at 3.30 from Atlanta. So you see how this one is, but... This is the last game for these players here at the Brickyard. You know how special it is playing your final game in your home field. It's, oh, yeah. it's a big deal to play, play your last game, isn't it, Gary, at your home yeah, field? Yeah, I, I remember ours was a loss to Roswell in the playoffs, and we all just sobbed like babies. <laughs> and, uh, that was, that was a really good Jefferson team that year in 1971, and we were the first region champions in school history. But, you know, you had to win the region in those days to even go to the playoffs. And so, but we ran, we were a little shorthanded. We ran into a really good Roswell team, and that was it. But I remember it. I remember it. Not, a whole, not a, everything about the game, but I remember that being there and, and that feeling that you just didn't want it to end, you know. Well, Gary, you see how it's going to be for North Hall. They've got to be balanced like they were in the last two wins they've had. They've got to get Tanner Marsh going again tonight and well, then get Tate Ruth and other running backs going. I'm, I'm looking at the stats from the win over Cedar Shoals, which, by the way, was a very good win for them, 24-14. Um, Parker Carlton, 77 yards and a touchdown. Tate Ruth had 97 total yards of offense, 65 Rushing, 32 receiving, a couple of touchdowns. Tanner Marsh, you mentioned Tanner, 192 yards total, 97 pass, 95 rush. Riles Perrier had four receptions to 50 yards and some couple of good kickoff returns. Akeem Reyes had a field goal and was perfect on his PATs and had a couple of punts for a 30-yard average. Not bad under the duress. Charlie Dyer, Mason Carrick, uh, Zeke Harris all played good defense. Landon Potter had... Three tackles and three assists and forced to fumble a number of quarterback hurries. So, yeah, this has got to be a total team effort like they had against Cedar tonight against these people. Because these people, have, you know, Bron- Broncos are coming in at 6-3. and three. 
and uh, four and three overall. And both of these teams come in and off of wins. They beat Chester T badly, 51 to 20. And uh, these teams have only played once before. And that was last year in the 28-21 Broncos win. As we said before, a loss tonight puts them out. No Hall is in regardless. And they're going to finish two, three, or four, likely three or four. As we, Joe and I and, and uh, Mike and uh, we've discussed before that and Ron discussed before the game, there is an outside shot, and I guess bigger miracles have happened than East Hall beating Madison County. And if that were to happen, and it really would flip, it turned the thing on his ear, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is how these going, teams going to compete, especially for North Hall and their defense, because we saw what this East Forsyth team can do, and they're going to run it, they're going to run it, they're going to run it all night long. And they've, well, been, they've been successful with that. Yeah, Trip Morris, there's leading running back. He's averaging 135 yards a game rushing. Uh, he scored seven touchdowns on the ground, and he's their workhorse. Uh, we saw him against uh, uh, Ch- uh, Cherokee Bluff. And Cherokee Bluff, if North Hall smart guys, they and North Hall watched the Cherokee Bluff film as much as anything because Cherokee Bluff did a dynamite job on them that night, that kind of kind of keeping them in check and keeping them from scoring. Well, yeah. the, but the big thing for North Hall is the offense needs to hang on the ball and eat up clock and yeah. keep that offense off the field. Yeah, because uh, East Forsyth has scored 34 points or more six times, mm-hmm. and when they did that, they're 5-1. and one. However, the North Hall defense has held teams to 17 or less six times, and they're 6-0, and oh, so is it offense versus defense? And you mentioned the Cherokee Bluff Gary, game. Gary, excuse me, time for the National Anthem. Okay. We're going to take two minutes. Back aboard here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey now, find out more at GHCFCA.com. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Dear Lord, we come to you this evening on behalf of all of our athletes, coaches, students, administrators, and fans of every school in this great area of ours. 
God, we ask that you would protect each one involved in our contest tonight, keeping them from injury. And it's our prayer that whatever's done tonight, whether it's coaching, playing football, playing an instrument, cheering, or simply offering encouragement, may it all be done with enthusiasm. as something done for the Lord and not for men. May tonight's event honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in His name we make this prayer. Amen. Now, back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here at North Hall, time for the starting lineups. Let's get here to Joe Gailey. First for North Hall, 7-2 overall, 5-2 in Region 8-4A. Head coach Sean Pender brings in on the offensive side. Wide receivers will be number 25, Corbin Sosby, number 20, Ty Kemp, and number 1, Riles Perrier at your tight ends, number 2, Brecken Kirby. I lost the line, number 75, Mason McGill, number 59, Thomas Green, 77, Eli Ham, Charlie Houselware, 54, and number 73, Cade Hawthorne, the quarterback will be number four, Tanner Marsh, and your running back will be number three, Tate Ruth. Doing the kickoffs tonight will be Blade Cormona and the PATs, extra points, and that stuff will be Akeem Reyes. Defensively for the East for South Broncos, who are 6-3, and 4-3 and three in Region 8, 4A. You've got uh, Chaz Calvin, defensive line, number 31, along with Michael Acevedo. Uh, he wears number 43, number 56, Roman Dickerson, the linebackers. Jeremiah Foote, number two. Number 11, Cameron Frady. Number 18, Troy Hoover. And number 24, Sebastian Emerson. The cornerbacks, number three, Cole Ferguson. And number seven, Gus Martin. Safeties, number eight, Clarence Decillion. And number 23, Messiah Arnold. On the other side of the football, East Versailles offense, Coach Brian Allison has it. Receivers, number nine, Will Moffitt. Number 10, Cannon Hunter. And number 13, Andrew Frank. His tight end will be number 16, Jackson Norman. Across the front line, you'll have Rick Higgins, number 78. Number 65, Mason Johnson. Number 72, Mitchell Dunlap. Number 73, Austin Adams. And number 50, Alex Day. The quarterback will be number 15, Brock Zekas. And number 44, the running back, Trip Morris. The kicker will be Daniel Neary. And his punter will be Titus DiArcangelo. For the defense for North Hall, they're going to start all seniors tonight. That's what I understand as much as they can. Zee Cortez at one defensive end, Luke Tyner at nose guard, Landon Potter at tackle, Charlie Wright at defensive end. Linebackers will be Trey Patterson, number 33, Zeke Harris, number 8. And then you'll have number 61, K.J. Merritt. He usually plays on the front line, but they're putting moving Tyner back tonight. Charlie Dyer will be at a cornerback position, number 14, uh, Mason Carrick will be at a cornerback position. The free safety will be corner free, number 18. And number 17, Walker Davis will be the strong safety for the Trojans this evening. That's all of it. All right, you got yep. the picture there from that standpoint. North Hall going to be decked out in black tonight. Yep, they had on all black with their dark, dark, dark green helmets, white numbers, so I'll be able to read them easy tonight. East for South will be in white tops with navy with orange trim numbers and orange pants is this going to be a halloween leftover with yeah, all this orange and, and black around here white and white uh, helmets the captains i'm sure from north hall look me all the captains but usually has been Brecken kirby tanner marsh zeke harris and connor free will have to get the ones from yeah, they're lined up in the end zone over there on the far side ron's probably got the, got the glasses on them over there he get it uh the referee and crew tonight the uh, man in the white hat, the referee, the veteran, Russ Nelson. Umpires, Ryan Brown. They will be aided by the line judge, Larry Etheridge. The headlines on Mickey Carroll. Side judge, Clay Nelson. The field judge, Dylan Lurie. 
Back judge is Garrett Hart, and on the electric clock is Lauren Fields, and the play clock is Keith Mullinax. Now, if you want to start comparing scores, you really can't, but against a pretty good Cherokee Bluff team, Nor Hall won 27-17 on September the 22nd. On October 6th, East Forsyth lost to the Bluff 10-3. So I, I think that's... I know you can't really compare scores, guys, but that kind of shows you how tight this game could be right here. Yeah. Well, then Mike and I talked early on. You, you, you as, as we've seen in the last few games, it's either going to be uh, an old-fashioned slobber knocker and a low-scoring game, or you're going to see a, a, a wide-open, you know, 40 to 38 ball game or something crazy like that. So you never know what might happen. No. Looks like the captains for uh, East Forsyth are number nine, Will Muffet, number ten, Cannon Hunter, thirteen, Andrew Frank. 50, Alex Day, and 72, Mitchell Dunlap. That's who and, I have. And it's all senior captains for North Hall. All senior captains for North Hall. Same ones as you know, all the seniors will come out, and then you'll have Tanner Marsh, Brecken Kirby, Zeke Harris, and Connor Free will be the main four. And usually they go out to the hash mark, and the rest go out to the middle of the field out there. So we've still got about four minutes. They're going to try and get all this done here in the second. Gary, of course, will walk out with them. Tonight, but then, Mike has said earlier, a big ball game here. You got a couple other big ball games tonight. Of course, the East Hall Madison County game is huge for both East Hall. I mean, if they could upset Madison County guys, they'd throw a wrench, as, as Gary said, I mean, to go into everything. But North Hall, I think, really needs to win to finish as number three seed and possibly number two. And if they drop to number four, then they got to go to Stockbridge next week. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, you, you got to. You got to take care of your own business, exactly. and then let everybody else take care of theirs. Exactly. Win at home, take care of your own business, and then uh, let everybody else take care of do what they got to do. You know, Cherokee Bluffs gonna be rooting for North Hall because North Hall wins. Cherokee Bluffs in. Am I correct on that? I think that's, that's correct. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know, they're they're gonna be some of the big biggest cheerleaders that they are is Cherokee Bluff pulling for North Hall tonight. I got one more break to take. Gary, they're coming out soon. Yep. Coming out in just a second. Uh, here they come now. They're, the captains, captains are walking, walking from the sidelines. And Russ Nelson is standing to my left here. And so we'll By the way, last we'll the field night, together. There were, here, there were two region champions crowned last night. Your alma mater, Jefferson, won the region eight quinta championship with a 35-0 win over Eastside over in Covington. And it was Fellowship Christian winning the region eight double championship with a victory over Union County from last night. Well, it sounds funny to say Jefferson in 5A, and all of that may certainly change with all this. All right, by next year, Jefferson could go as low as 3A. Probably in quality, though, we see the Georgia High School Association, the figures that Joe and I saw. But we'll see what happens. A lot, a lot to determine when it comes to that with those reclassification figures that came out just a couple of nights ago. But here it is. Last time these two teams might play for a while, especially as one East or South will move up a classification. We'll see the next time maybe they play each other. But this is going to be a big one. Yeah, it is. They'll go out there and Gary will. Meander in there behind them with Russ Nelson and the crew and see who gets the coin tossed and go from there. Be interesting to see if North Hall gets it, if they take it first or defer. Yeah, captain's introducing officials saying hello to everybody. And let's see if we got uh, got Russ here. So your teams, okay? What I got to have from you tonight's best sportsmanship you got, okay? Whistle to whistle, I want you to play hard, but when you hear the whistle, I want you to stop, okay? If you're running, stop running. If you're tackling, stop tackling, because if you keep running, you're going to get tackled, okay? Knock somebody down, help them up no matter what color jersey they're wearing, all right? If you have any issues with sportsmanship, we're going to ask for one of you eight to fix it for us without having to deal with coaches, okay? All right, East Forsyth, you're the visiting team. I got heads, I got tails. What's your call? Heads. 
Heads is what he called. I'm going to flip it and let it hit the ground, okay? One to toss. You kick receiver to fur. Uh, receive. You'd like to receive. You'd like to kick receiver. All right. Number nine, Will Moffitt for the Broncos called heads. And President Eisenhower turned up, and they say they want the ball. And by the way, these... I think it, all of this stuff on North Hall now is black, guys. Even the helmets. Even the helmets black. Or yeah, color. they've got a, like a silver Trojan on the side now. How about that? All right. Well, coming up next is a kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L. Give me an O. Give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need a stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting the excitement of local high school football, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating. It's time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. It's time to tee it up in the bringing the play-by-play story of high school football 97.5. Glory FM stepping in. Here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. North Hall all in black, as you heard Gary say, even black helmets with big white numbers. Number 85, Blade Carmona will do the place kicking this evening. Back deep for East Forsyth. Looks to be number 10, Cannon Hunter is the deep man standing right at the goal line. East for South, white tops with navy blue and orange trim numbers, orange pants, white helmets. North Hall, all in dark with the white. They're waiting on that smog, or sm- the smoke, excuse me, to clear down there. It's just kind of laying there tonight. Yeah, isn't it? Hanging around like a horror movie there, or something. There's no well, wind at all. You look at the flag, and it's just draped there, Gary. It hadn't moved a bit since well, you went down on the field. And well, so, we can't even see the return man. No, and, you saw, and the return man, the deep return man, was like waving his hand in front of him like, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see it. Can't breathe. Well, and, and Russ Nelson's holding things up. Yeah, clears. He walked out to him. about... He walked out about the 13-yard line, just kind of standing there. He's walking back with hands on hips saying, all right, get out of here. He's trying to meander away towards the baseball field, but it's still not thinning out very much. So that could be a hazard waiting to happen. We'll here see. We They're going to start it off right now. North Hall going right to left with the kickoff. East Forsyth left to right from the bob towards the old field house. Here's the kick by Carmona. Long, high, good kick. Hunter will take it around the two. Comes out to the 5, the 10, the 15. Good pursuit by the green team. Now he drops him right around the 15-yard line. He falls out to about the 17. It'll be first and 10 for East Forsyth. Zakas will be the quarterback. Morris will be your setback. Your receivers will be Moffitt, Hunter, Frank, and the tight end will be Jackson Norman. 
It looks like they're spotting it on the 16. All right, yep, right on between the 16 and the 15, right there, the nose of the football at the 16. Trey Patterson on the tackle, one of many I'm sure he'll have tonight. Yeah, he leads the team, I believe, in tackles this year, around 10 a game. One man in motion, two wideouts going to hand off to the running back. Comes right up the middle, and he's not going to get much, if any. That was Trent Morris. He might have got a yard, if that much. And look at me, men they have with the line of scrimmage for North Hollywood to stop that run. Yeah, you got uh, the starters may have changed a little bit. You've got Charlie Wright's in there, Landon Potter, Luke Tanner, Zeke Ortiz. You're probably going to let them play a little bit before they take them out. Mason Carrick's playing the side on, on this side. Trey Patterson at a linebacker, but he's playing wide. You got number 34, Mark, Matt Arceo, back in the game on this end, defensive end. They start to snap, then they look over at their side. That's going to be... Zakus. Zakus looks at his running back. Morris off to the right. Looking to pass. A quick one on the far side. Gets it over there to Frank. Frank is going to get about one, maybe a yard if that much. And got bet my host of dark jerseys. Yeah, Charlie Wright hit him. And then uh, Walker Davis hit him, I think. I tell you, guys, it's hard to breathe here on this <laughs> end of the field. You're standing there right, yeah, right in the crutch stop it, aren't they you? They put it right back on the 17, Joe. Yeah, Zeke Ortiz in the game now along with Dawson Reed on defense for the Trojans. They snap it, looking to go long. He throws it right over the middle, incomplete. Intended receiver right there, I think, was number Number nine. nine. Yeah, that was Moffitt in and out of his hands. He threw a BB right there. Yeah, and he threw it in traffic, too. (laughs) Threw it right in the middle, so North Albany a three and out. And it's fourth and nine, so they'll be punting. You've got per year back and... Who is that masked man back there with you? I see that now the smoke's spreading out and you can't yeah. see that. Yeah. Connor Free got there almost number, a little too early on that pass. Number one and number 20, I is believe. Is that 20? Okay. Ty Kemp back there with him, okay. The punter for is going to be Titus D'Arcangelo. Good high kick. Going to get away from it. It's going to bounce out of bounds on the east for side sideline, and it'll be a short punt. They're still running. And it's going to come out at the 40-yard line. It's where North Hall will take possession on the positive side of the 50. Yeah, that was not a really good punt there. It, a little bit too much toward the sideline. It was a good high kick, easy to cover, but uh, he underkicked his coverage. North Hall was pretty smart by starting because of putting them down there in the smoke to start with, don't you think? That was a 23-yard punt, guys. Yeah. All right, so coming up, you got Tanner Marsh with Tate Ruth off to his left. Four wideouts. Three wide out, excuse me. One man in motion, that's Perrier. You're going to hand off to Perrier. Perrier going to try and get around the guy. He does at the 40, at the 35, at the 30, down to about the 28-yard line. The old jet sweep. Yeah, jet sweep. He waited on that block on the tight end right there behind Kirby. Kirby did a nice job of sailing his guy off, and then he was able to scoot around and get about uh, 11 or 12 yards down to the 28, first and 10. Showed a burst of speed before Clarence DeCillians ran him out of bounds here over here on the, on the sideline, number eight, but. When he turned the corner, he got a little quick step on mm, Yes, he did. Marsh back to pass, rolls out to the far side. Complete on the far side, look to Kemp. Kemp to about the 20, dives for the first down. I think he got it down to about the 18-yard line. Let's see what they got. Yep, they're going to give it to him. I can see what Gary was talking about with that smoke. is kind of Some of it's coming up here, and that old yeah, uh, yeah, that fireworks smoke is kind of strong. Yeah, it's gunpowder yeah. mixture. That's what they do. They ignite all that stuff and set it off. First down. Still hanging around down here, too. Yeah, first down at the 18. North Hall will just at the 10-minute mark here in the first quarter. Two wideouts, both on the near side. A tight end, one guy, Ty Kemp. There's going to hand it off this time to number 12, Carlton. Carlton's only get about three yards down to about the 15, maybe the 16. 
see where they spot it. It's going to be the 17 where they spot it. So yeah. only got about a yard there, didn't he, Ron? Yeah, he didn't get much at all. They were spreading it out, and yeah. they went. They all went crashing into the cheerleaders over there for yeah. Easter side. But as, as tight as everything is there, folks that have never been to North Hall, the sidelines are really close to the field. Hand off to Carlton again, trying to cut inside. He runs through a guy, but only gets about another yard. But he only down to about the 14-yard line, so he gets about three. It'll be third down and about five. Well, uh, east for side, Broncos doing a good job of pinning them against the short side of the field over there, not giving them room to maneuver the offense. And, uh, so now you got a pretty big third down coming up. Yep. And a third and about five and a half, it looks like. Two wideouts, one on either side. Carlton to the left, got Perrier in motion. Fakes, Marsh trying to go the other way, tackled in the backfield. So that third number, down didn't number, materialize at all. Number wow. 31 blew in there and blew that play Shaz Calvin, a defensive lineman, came in and got it. That was three straight plays, two guys, to the short side yeah, of the field. Yeah, I don't I'm know not, why they, they do that. They don't reach for one here. I guess they were trying to catch him off guard. They go, yeah, they're going to try to see if they can put three on the board right here. And I see right now it would yeah. be a 50-20, about a 32-yard field goal. From, yeah. the, from the hash mark, but it's a pull kick. It's not a push kick. Carrick is the snapper. The holder is Ty Kemp. It'll be from the hash mark at the 21. Akeem Reyes to kick, snap, hold, kick is up, and it is very good. 3 nothing Trojans with 840 remaining in the first. And we're back in one minute live for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Christmas truly is the most wonderful time of the year at Autry's Ace. Oh, I agree. It's so fun to see faces light up when they see our brand new holiday decor and the look of relief when they find the perfect gift. Holidays are just easier and more fun at Autry's Ace with more decor and gifts than ever before. Plus, we do custom corporate gifts filled with the things they truly want. We have our classic favorite tea towels, fair chauffeur, Tyler candles, along with plenty of new gifts. Stop by for some Christmas cheer. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Hunter's kick is short this time. Comes down and up back around the 21. He's out to the 25, the 30. Still on his feet. Bounced off a guy up to about the 34-yard line. That looked to be lot number 35, I think, on the ball that time. Daniel Neary. Uh, I think it was 16. It was a 16. Uh, 16 will be Jackson Norman, uh, sophomore, tied in. I'll, t- I'll tell you, it was a host of Trojans on the tackle, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, the, the kick looked like it just died when yep. he got up in the air. It's got uh, first down now at the 35. A lot better field position for the Broncos this time around. Two wide outs, a tight end, one setback. Going to hand off to that back, Morris. Morris trying to get through there, and he's going to get about three yards, two or three. They had two linemen way out there in front. Big number Rick Higgins and Mason Johnson just kept pushing one yep. guy back and but, back and but, back there, didn't he? But North Hall stood their ground and didn't really get pushed very far. Yeah, right now they are swarming to the ball. Second down, seven to go. Going to hand off to Mars again. Mars trying to go to the outside. Not going to happen. Gets about uh, one or two out to about the 42-yard line. It'll be third down and about four, three or four now. 
Call it forward now at the 41. 7.54 in the first quarter. North All Egypt, three to nothing. It's going to be fourth down or third down and four to go. You, you heard Russ Nelson say, help the other guy up. Well, Mitchell Dunlap would probably make about two of Parker Carlton reached down and they picked got, him I up. Think, I think we got a timeout. Nope, illegal procedure. Had oh, the yellow okay. flag come in. Illegal procedure on the Broncos. That'll back them up five. That's a good thing for the Trojans because yeah. that'll make it third and eight now. Oh, it changes the whole complexion of your play call. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now from third and four to third and nine. Yep, third, that's exactly right. Third and nine. 7.39 in the quarter. Meet Kane Newton down there with that white towel waving, getting trying to get the fans pumped up. Not a huge crowd here on senior night, but a decent crowd. Four wideouts, three on the near side. Sekas with it. Throws it over the middle. Complete and hit right at the first down marker. Going to be first down. Yep. Yep. You got it. First down guy number 10, Cannon Hunter, caught it right at the 45 and fell to the 46. Charlie Dyer got him, but not before he got the first down. He was right on him. He caught it and tackle was made. But you're right, Gary. He got, uh, what, nine or ten yards there and got the first down. It'll be the first first down for the Broncos this evening. Four wideouts, three on the near side. Ball on the far hash mark. Mitchell Dunlap, the snap to the quarterback, throws it to the near side this time. That's going to be Moffitt. Moffitt goes across the 50 down to about the 48 of North Hall and before he's whole, tackled by a host I mean, of dark Yeah, I started to say, he got swarmed by a lot of black yeah. uniforms. Connor Free, the 160-pound senior, hit him first, and he held him there, and then about six more of his teammates joined him in that dog pile. Second down, four yards to go. Balls at the 48. Got to get to the 44, 637 in the quarter. Four-man front for the Trojans. Four wideouts. Now they all stand up and look at the other side to get this play call from Coach Allison, Coach Conley. 13 on this play clock. 12, 11, 10. Now Zekas comes over and moves his running back, number seven, from one side to the other. That's Gus Martin. Martin's going to get the handoff. Going to go up the middle. He's going to have the first down and more. 40, 30, 25. Clear sailing. One man's got to catch him. Trey Patterson trying, but won't do it. Touchdown, Broncos. Oh, little guy just slipped right through the cracks in that line. Yep. Yep. Got into the secondary, and he was gone. Nobody can. We got him Trojan down in the back of the end zone. Looks like Trey Patterson. Oh, and he's favoring the leg. He may have. He may cramp because he was trying to chase. Yeah, him he was down. trying his best. Yeah, looks like a, a cramp the way his teammate. He started to, then he said no. So total, Trey's all right right there. They'll have to hold up because he's just off the playing surface. But Joe, there's a big play capability of each oh, yeah. side. It was a exactly. 48 yard run, wasn't it? Yep. Ball was at the 38, 39. So Gus Martin got an official timeout on the field. I think it was a 48, Joseph, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a 48. Yes. Yeah. They were at the 48? Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah, the 48 on, on their side, on North All's side. Okay. It ended up being a five-play drive. It went 65 yards for the Broncos. Got a timeout on the field with the injury. Officials will huddle up both teams on okay. their sideline. Joe, i got a rules question for you. <laughs> I've never the, – the center for – East Forsyth, he kind of lingers over the ball. His entire head is over the ball. Mm-hmm. Is the center – is there a the, – The center, I think, is the only one his head can be on top of the ball, and the rest are supposed to be behind it, their right. hand anyway. And uh, I think the center is the only one that can, even though I think it's supposed to be in front of him. But he probably, he probably gets up over it. So. Yeah, but, I mean, his, his, it looks like his whole head Head's is over, it. over yep. the ball. Mm-hmm. I just – 
I just noticed that when they were right in front of us. Patterson favoring that left leg as he comes off with his arms around the shoulders of the trainers. Well, going back to the touchdown run, uh, Gus Martin is not very big at all, but he's quick little scat back type. And as I said, he saw some cracks open up in that line. And when North Hall had been doing a great job of swarming to the ball, he just exploited the quickness that he had, went right into the secondary, and then nobody had an angle on him that could catch him. He got about a yard or two past the linebackers, and he was gone. One guy trying to chase him, that was Patterson. As he comes off gingerly, yep. Then Daniel Neary will be the point after attempt. Will Moffitt will do the holding. 6-3 is your score, trying to make it 7-3. There's a snap, the hole, the kick is up. And on top of the old field house, 7-3 Broncos with 6-8 remaining. And back more high school football in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Back here at North Hall after the long touchdown run from East Forsyth. They lead it 7-3 now. The Trojans with Riles Pergier and Parker Carlton back deep. Standing at the 10, the kicker for East Forsyth. is Daniel Neary kicks it to an up back at the 22. Out to the 30, the 35, the 40. That's Carlton to the 50, down to the 45. Finally going to be corralled around the 42-yard line. Of East Forsyth. Nice job by Carlton waiting on his blockers there that time. Yeah, short kick and East Hall, or uh, excuse me, North Hall set up a good wedge Mm -hmm. uh, for him on on this near sideline. Brought to this side and he cut back in against the grain around the 50 and got out to the 41 yard lines where it'll be spotted for the Trojans at East Forsyth. You got five wide outs, empty set. Tanner Marsh in the backfield. There's the snap. Marsh looks in a hurry. Throws it away over the head of his intended receiver, Corbin Sosby. I don't know if the ball was slick. He's rubbing his well, hands on the I, towel like it is. Well, he may have been better off doing that because he was well covered. Yeah, all the receivers were covered right there. Everybody's playing up tight. Send him off to the far side, 5.54 in the quarter. So we've got a half a quarter still to go. Yep, three wideouts on the far side. Tate Ruth beside his quarterback. Going to hand off to Perrier, trying to cut this way to the 40. The 35, pad came off the 25, 20, cuts inside, 15, 14. A shoe came off, and he's from South player at the 33 is what I saw pop up there. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. the ball to start with, but it was a yeah. shoe, and her year on that little sweep was able to get down yeah. inside the 20 to the 15 or 16 yard line. It's going to look right on the 15 in your run. Yeah, Deacon was the one that lost his shoe there. Mm-hmm. Had to get it put back on. 
Three guys out to the far side. Ruth beside his quarterback on the left. Puts Perry in. No, puts Kemp in motion this time. Fakes it. Marsh is going to take it. Goes across the 10 down to the 8. Keeps going. Maybe down to the 5. Wow, nice push. Inside the 5. Tanner Marsh in that line just got him inside the 5. Down to about the 3 that time. Wow, nice job by that offensive line of McGill, Green, Ham, and House, and Hawthorne. Yep, down to the 3, the PA man tells us. And it'll be a first and goal from there. Jody Kinney, our PA announcer, also delivers us a lot of stats. Thanks for all the information, Jody. First down and goal at the three. Marsh comes over to get the sign, goes back out, or signal. He's going to split out one guy to the far side over here. That's going to be per year. Everybody else in tight, two running backs. Going to give it to Ruth inside for the touchdown, Trojans. Gave it to Tate Ruth. Had a little bit of a block from Parker Carlton. He cut inside behind McGill and Green and got the touchdown standing up. And, and took less, right at a minute. It's 5-10 to go, so it took right at a minute yep. to get down the field. 9-7, to seven, going, trying to make it 10-7. to seven. Ray is the extra point attempt, the right footer, with Ty Kemp, the holder. That's changed since the last time. Last time we saw the a couple weeks ago. You had the quarterback holding, but Ty Kemp's holding. The kick is up. A good, strong kick is good. 10-7, North Hall with 5-10 in the first. And back more Friday Night Football in North Georgia in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Well, the question may be answered, guys. This may be a shootout tonight. Cole, he's gone. Hunter got it to I mean, uh, Carmona and got tripped up. Hunter... He, Carmona kicked off. Hunter caught it around the mm, seven or eight or nine ten yard line, ran it back right through the seam, right up to the midfield spot. Knocked down by number I think thirty five. It was. Yes. Then knocked him down right there. That is uh, Tanner White. And is at the forty eight. Same yep. place it was when they scored a while ago. Yep. Forty eight yard line of North Hall. So a big old, big old return for East for South right there. Okay. Joe, watch the center this time. It's- Let's see what I'm talking about. Yeah, his head's up over. He's got the ball back kind of under his knees. He's, he's so big, he's having to stand up straight almost. Two wide outs, two running backs. One guy's in a slot. Low snap, he fumbles it, picks it up. Looking to throw it, throws it deep over the top, incomplete over everybody's head. Intended receiver was Will Muffet. He was covered by Mason Carrick. That time, Zakus dropped it, tried to pick it up, dropped it again, finally got do, it. Do we, have a, long one. we have a flag. They're acting like we are. Yep. It's going there to be is. an illegal procedure on the Broncos. I think it's a formation issue. Mm-hmm. Still be first down when that'll be first and 15. Are they going to let them? Yeah, they're going to mark it off. So it'll be first down, 15 yards to go. 
Ball will be on the east precise side of the 15 out there, 47. It'll be first down and 15, 459 remaining in the first quarter. Three down, Lyman on the defensive side. Three wide outs for the Broncos. Hunter, Moffitt, and Jackson Norman going to fake it, looking to throw it. He throws it right in the middle, complete to Norman. Norman caught it around the 43 down to the 42-yard line. So he got about 10, got the penalty yardage and a few more. So it looks like it will be second down now and about four to go. Okay, I'm back. There you are. Second down in about four yards, maybe five. Second five, we'll call it. One wide out. Hands off to the big running back. Got the first down. Runs over Connor Free. Down and gets the first down at the 32 before they're stacked up. Yeah, Connor Free held on to him. He got drug a few yards, but he he didn't let go. Uh, He held on to him and made that first contact. He hit him hard. That was Trip Morris that time. And he held on to him and brought him down. Troy Hoover might have been the actual guy carrying the ball. He trots off the sideline. Now you've got Gus Martin back in the game. He just scored the touchdown a couple minutes ago. One wide out, going to hand off to Martin. Martin across the 40. He's going to finally get ankle tackled around the 27-yard line. It'll be second down and about five for the Broncos. Didn't have that crack he had a while ago, did he? No. Quickly quickly lining up is the Bronco. Yeah, they're doing a a speed-up offense, hurry-up offense. Hand off to Martin again. Martin, 35 or 25 down to about the 21 as he rolls across a North Hall player down to around the 21-yard line. It'll be another first down for the Broncos. Yeah, they get out of that pistol formation. Gives him a little bit of a running start toward the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 342 in the quarter. 10-7 Trojans. We may just have a shootout. Merritt out. And another big man back in the game. Tyner, maybe. Hand off to Martin again. Martin trying to go around the far side to 15, 10, 5. Knocked out of bounds. Another first down. It'll be first and goal for the Broncos. Well, based on their record in high-scoring games, <laughs> the Broncos don't mind a shootout. I, I know. They're 5-1 and one in those with 34 more, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, but, but go back to the defense. North Hall had a hard time against Madison County. I remember stopping yep. them. Exactly that right. attack. In a hurry. Hands off to Martin. Martin at the 5. Four bounced off a guy down to about the three or two yard line and be down at the two, second and goal. 317 in the quarter. Been a high scoring first quarter already. <laughs> Merritt and Tyner back in the game. You still got three minutes left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to stop him, going to give off to number 18. Yeah. 18 goes yeah, whistle, in untouched whistle. for the touchdown. That is Troy Hoover. Wait you a got minute. a flag? Yeah, we had a whistle for sure. Okay. I think they're counting to see how many people North Hall had on the field. Illegal participation on North Hall. It's going to be before the play if that happens, so they'll have to run it again. And they'll get it half the distance. Mm -hmm. Still be second down, but it'll be second and goal from the one now. 3-0-4. What if they give it to 18 again? Just might do it. Snap gives off to the run. Big number 18 goes in untouched. Until he gets across the goal line, Norman for Hoover, a Troy Hoover for the touchdown, 13 to 10 now. Well, and what happened there is it, the, his offensive line just opened up a hole. He didn't stop until he bounced off of some of the North Hall linebackers in the end zone. Extra point attempt by Daniel Neary. Moffitt will do the holding. The swinging gate offensive line swings the gate closed. 
snap. Hold by Moffitt's good. The kick by Neary's up, and it is good. 14-10, East Forsyth. And back at Wilmore High School football on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Are you thinking about buying or building a new home? There are several really good reasons you should make it an energy-efficient right-choice home from Jackson EMC, including energy savings backed by two warranties, quality control built right into the home, and added value for the life of the home. It's all part of Jackson EMC's promise to provide the highest levels of comfort and energy efficiency. That's why a right choice home is the best choice for you. Only from Jackson EMC. Kick by Neary is about to be attempted with Riles per year and Parker Crawlin is going to be short again and it's going to go out of bounds as a 19. As Parker Crawlin let it go out there, North Hall will have it at the 35, first and 10. That may have been on purpose to keep that return down. Yeah, might have been. So next week we'll be in Dahlonega to bring you Lumpkin County playoff football tonight after one quarter down in Oakwood. They're leading West Hall 7-0. Going for a perfect season. 2.59 now. North Hall trails by four. They scored first after they forced three and out on feeds for Scythe. They came down and scored a field goal. And since then we've had three touchdowns, Ron. Yep. Look at these tall, 7-7 seven, seven with Madison. Three wideouts for the Trojans. One guy in a slot position, Tate Ruth off to the left of his quarterback. He gets the ball, cuts inside, spins off at the 40, across the 40 down to the 42-yard line. Nice job by Tate Ruth to bounce off a guy right at the 39 or 40. Did a nice spin move and got to the 42, a seven-yard pickup for the Trojans. Yeah, and then three of the white shirts just nailed him right there. They, they, they hit him from all, just about all angles, so he did, couldn't do that spin move again. Three wideouts, two on the near side. Ball between the far hash mark and the center of the field. High snap. Marsh is going to keep it. First down across the 50, down to the 45. Keeps those legs churning down to the 46 of East Versailles. Yes, and we've we've got a definite shootout. Nice job by Tanner Marsh to get the fake and get the head. A nice open line there behind Ham, Green, and House. Opened up for him to get across the, the line of scrimmage, fellas. Sosby and Kemp off to this, uh, this side. Perrier on the far side. Hand off to Ruth. Ruth looking for a hole. Not going to have it. He might get a yard up to the 45. Tried to sidestep on the far side there, and he planted his foot. When he snuck inside there, only got about a yard. Yep, they're going to mark it second down and nine now. Yeah, they, uh, well, they're playing that short side pretty good. Mm-hmm. They, if you if you got a little bit of room to get outside, you might have something. But the short side, it was... Uh, it was clogged up. Yep. Short side's not working tonight. 142 in the quarter. East for South by four. Shotgun snap to Marsh. Marsh back to pass. Coming on him, throws it down the middle. Man, per year open at the 20, 15, 10. Touchdown, Trojan! 
And he get, that was his busted coverage there. There yep. was nobody near him. He got in between two Broncos right there, Ron and Gary, and was able to outrun him after he caught it. Had well, to slow down just a tad, too. And, Joe, they caught him in a run defense. Did you see? Yep. They had about they had about eight guys in the box right there. And when uh, Perry was all alone in the secondary, nobody back there covering him. He, he hit him in stride, and he took it 45 yards to the house. 16-14, so we got a shootout here in the first half. Already 30 points, almost 31. Ray is attempting the extra point. His kick is up, and it is good. 17-14 with 128 left in the first quarter. And so we'll say hello to his grandfather, Representative Carl Rogers. Hello to you and your family. We've got much more for you in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Carmona with another big kick, but another big return by Hunter. He caught it about the 12, and he sprints out and gets goes from one side of the field towards us, brings it all the way out to the 46-yard line. And from the 10, so he got a 36-yard return. And got a good crease on that far side, and he got it over here, and it, I thought he might be gone. Yeah, in and, that. Uh, I think Riles Perrier and some of the rest of them finally caught up with him. As Perrier was getting up off the ground, he got a little shove from behind from one of the uh, East Forsyth guys, and he, Riles looked at it for a minute and then thought better of it. Going to hand off this time to the big man. There's a flag coming from the backfield. He's across the 40. The 35 finally gets knocked down around the 30, but a flag. Comes uh, in around maybe that's, that's in the area of holding, usually. Yeah. Well, well the, the call here, Joe, you're going to love this score. Second quarter from the hot gates at Spartan Field is Lumpkin County 7, West Hall 7. Wow. How about that? Tied up. So East Hall and West Hall both uh, playing Masson, tough. Masson, Masson County now on top of East Hall 14-7. Okay. 17-14, 110. a holding penalty on the Broncos. We'll push them back to about the 40 Let's see. No, pushing back to the 36-yard line, 10-yard penalty. It'll be first down in 20 now from the 36. Zekas back there with Morris behind him. We've got wideouts of Frank, Hunter, and Muffet. Let's see. No, the running back's going to be Troy Hoover, guy that went in and touched, score a touchdown a few minutes ago. Got a Jackson Norman, the tight end, splits out of receiver. So you're going to have four wideouts and five linemen. And clock's running down. Troy Hoover, you've got four, three, takes the snap at two, looking to pass. Now he's going to run as it opened up right in the middle, and he slides down at the 42. So he, he didn't get 
enough back for the original first down. He got to the 41 is what they're saying, so now it's going to be second down, 15 yards to go. And that's where he started that baseball slide, and that's yeah. where they mark it now. Sackers, I mean, he probably could have got another three yards, but he saw North Hall converging on him, didn't want to take the hit. 40 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. 17-14 Trojans, four wideouts. Sakas back looking. Now he's going to try and run. One by behind him. Knocks it. Ball loose. Ball, ball loose. Ball loose. Who's going to have it? The Trojans say they have. I think East Forsyth does. They're going to have to unpile it. And they, They're pushing and black jerseys off. Let's see. To get the bottom of that pile. It's going to remain East Forsyth. They're still fighting over yep, it. They're going to say East Forsyth's ball. Like the North Hall still saying that they had it. But the officials said, nope, East Forsyth had it. And <laughs> You should have seen the surge. Of North Hall people on this yeah. sideline here, all those players yeah, well, they running to the sideline. Oh, we got them all! No, no, Simultaneous possession goes to the offense. Yeah, Zeke Harris came out of the pile, hopping up and down, wanting to give it, but they still going to be third down. They got four after the fumble. Third down and eleven with 21 seconds. Four wideouts, a setback. That's one guy looking to pass. Throws it, Zekas. Completely complete. Oh, he threw, threw it behind, behind his him. receiver. He threw it behind the intended receiver, Andrew Frank. And now we got a flag after the spike. It's going to be on North Hall and probably give them the first down. Yeah, uh, somebody must have said something because that was well after the play. Walker Davis is who they were talking to. Well, he threw a rope, but he was just right behind him. He couldn't quite get to it. Unsportsmanlike on North Hall. Yeah, going to be unsportsmanlike on North Hall. Coach Pender saying what, and he's going to get a good explanation. And if he's out there jabbering at him, it's a good call. Because I was looking down and not not at the play when it happened, so I I didn't see what happened. Well, it was well back of the play, Ron, in the backfields, and the play was over and done. And then I saw the flag go up, and it had to be somebody saying something. Yeah. Or or did something weird. Fifteen yards, going to give him a first down. Oh yeah, that's a. Yep. That's one of those unforced errors there. Yep. Right at the forty-one yard line, knows almost well of no. Football's between the 41 and the 40 of North Hall. 14 seconds left in the quarter. Two wideouts on the far side for either side. A blocking back and a running back. And false and start. Zekas is saying, you've got to run on the clock. And referee says, you got to wait on my whistle for you. You can play, young man. <laughs> I was going to say. And he's correct. <laughs> yes, he now is. There you go. Now you got your whistle. Now you can play. Yeah, he's been doing this a long time. Yep. Sakas claps, takes it, snaps, gets it off to the running back. Running back, big hole for Norman, 20, 15, down to about the 13-yard line. Wow, they're opening up some holes. Mason Carrick <laughs> flat prevented a touchdown. That, that was a <laughs> Hoover again. Hoover's yeah. had two huge runs. Troy Hoover, number 18. He's a loading run. There's a really quick offense going to hand off, and he gets stopped in the backfield trying to get away. He does. Five awesome. balls ball loose. Ball is loose. North Hall thinks they're on it. Parker, I think North the Hall quarterback, did get tried to get one. in there. Let's see. North, North Hall, Hall did get this one. North Hall saved themselves and got the fumble. How about that? Big turn of events right there. That ball popped loose from number seven, Gus Martin, and North Hall will take over at the end of the first quarter. North Hall will have it to start the second. And we'll back. In two minutes, make one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. We're quarter number two. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. 
With DMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Now time to start the second quarter here from North Hall. North Hall will be going r- r- right, left to right this quarter. Between uh, Russ Nelson got North Hall over here, and he, he talked to the team. Kind of, I, I suspect it was a little settling them down. All right, so Tanner Marsh in the shotgun. Ruth to his right. Looks to throw. Complete to Corbin Sosby. Caught it at the 19. Scoots inside. Hur- hurdles a guy at the 24 out to about the 26. Yeah, he was going down when... Uh, Number 43 goes uh, Michael Acevedo finished him off. But a good gain but, on first down. Uh, yeah, let's go back to the series there. That You know, they went with Hoover. Then they went with Martin, the little speed guy, and that ball just got punched loose. Second down and one now. Two wideouts, two backs now. One on either side of Marsh. Marsh hands off to one of them. That's Carlton. The tackle was way up high. Two that, flags coming yeah, in. Probably going to be a face mask. Yeah, yeah they grabbed his. Mask. Yeah, they definitely got his face Parker mask. Parker Carlton was the running back. And, yep, personal foul face mask on the defense. So that'll give him the first down. I think he had it anyway yeah, with the did. run. But you'll tack it on after the fact and give him 10 more anyway. Cameron Frady. Number 11 was the one riding him down, so he might have let that hand slip up around his face. Look like yeah, both guys tried to t- tackle him up high that yeah, time. Yeah, and they pulled, his, they pulled his head around, too, and that's all, that'll get you every time. If your neck is not uh, in great shape to start with, it'll be loosened up after something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, so you, may, you may need a chiropractor after that. I have to think the same thing. <laughs> 11-23 to play here in the second quarter, 17-14 Trojans. Ball's on the 44. North Hall has it. Two wideouts. Going to hand off this time. Coming to this side. Carlton gets it down across the 45 to the 43, 42-yard line. That's where they'll mark it. Gus Martin uh, running back that time, playing a little DB, making the tackle out of bounds. Down. It's going to be second down and six now. Ball's at the 50, 48. Got to get to the 46 of East Forsyth. 10-56 in the quarter. 17-14 North Hall. That turnover could be very huge if North Hall can capitalize and score, fellas. Hand off. No, Marsh keeps it himself, trying to go the other side, across midfield, barely to the 49. He was trying to push himself through both colored jerseys that time to get some room. He was trying to push people about twice his size, and that that was a little tough. (laughs) Trying to go behind Cade Hawthorne and Charlie House that time, and got a yard as East Forsyth. Stacked it up. I don't. If if you don't get it here, guys, I think you try to pull them in a hole. Third down, four yards to go, maybe three. Snap to Marsh. Marsh looks, looks, rolling, throws it. Complete per year at the 30, 25. Brought down inside the 25, around the 21. What a snatch out of the air by Riles Perrier. He just went out with that, grabbed it with both hands and pulled it down. He was in he was in running mode, and, and the, when the ball got there, he kind of slowed down for just a second, reached up there with those big hands and grabbed it, brought it down, and got the first down. When they rolled out of bounds, they rolled right into the tent. 
of the Broncos. That was huge. That's First a huge down third down yes, conversion. First at the 22 now for the Trojans and East for South Territory. Hands off to Ruth. Ruth trying to find a hole. He does at the 20, but only down to about the 19, 18-yard line. Or did he get No, he got down to about the 18, 17. Yeah, he kind of squirted out of that little hole. He, yes, the little bunch they had there. Yep. Got somebody the got him down to the 17, second down, about five yards to go, maybe a long four, 9.30 remaining here in the first. But, again, a good play on first down. Purrier wide to this side. Sosby to the far side with Kai Kemp kind of in a slot. Ruth off to the right of his quarterback, going to put Kemp in motion. Rolls to this side. Marsh looking, throws it in the middle. Complete! Right down oh. there to the seven or eight-yard line. Boy, I mean, what a catch. Great catch in traffic, as Ron always would say. That was the number two, Brecken Kirby, the big tight end. And number, caught it for the first down. Number two, Jeremiah Foote, one of the first ones who hit him. But I tell you what, Marsh that time threaded the needle to he, Kirby. Didn't he, though? he sure did, no. and it was a perfect pass. Yep. Big, big target in Kirby. He's about 6'3", almost 6'4", and he just did a nice job. When he caught it, he gathered that rascal up and covered it with both hands. First and goal. First this is at 6-4-2-20, Joe, by the way. Yep. First down at the seven. What's Kirby. the run? Kirby in as a blocking back. Carlton and Ruth. One wide out is Perrier going to hand off to Carlton. Carlton looking for some goal. Touchdown, Trojans. How about that? He went right off this side behind Green, McGill, House, Ham, and Hawthorne and got the touchdown. Plus number two, Brecken Kirby as a blocking back. And look at the drive, too, Joe, where it began after the fumble recovery. Yep. They went down field quickly. Down in a hurry. Covered that ground in a hurry. 8.39 in the quarter. They're up by nine, so trying to stretch it to ten. Three and a half minutes roughly on the drive. Ty Kemp will hold it. Mason Carrick will snap it. And Akeem Reyes will kick it up. Hold is up. The kick is up, and it is good. 24-14 with 8.39 in the quarter. Two-score lead now for the Trojans. We're back in one minute here for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. We've seen many trends come and go over the years. But usually tried and true is the best. And that means steel from Autry's Ace this Christmas. Steel produces the number one selling chainsaw and a full line of outdoor power tools from blowers, trimmers, brush cutters, and construction tools. You can trust steel to get the job done. A steel chainsaw, trimmer, or blower is the perfect gift to give or to keep. Come by and see our full tried and true line of steel products today at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Carmona approaches the football, kicks it low. Worm burners, I call it. Masses off of one of the upbacks. The guy's going to have to fall on it right at the 20-yard line. That was a good kick there. Yeah, that was one of those low-line drives that bounced a couple of times. It hit Norman or Jackson Norman kind of on his shoulder yep. on that right side. Yeah. Bounced off of him, and the guy had to fall on the 21. You know, they're turnover yeah. conscious right now. They've, yeah. they've laid a couple of them down, and... They just want to make sure they didn't turn it over again. Well, and also, Noel Hall kept them from making another good return out of that. Mm-hmm. When, that when it bounced off of one guy, you knew you had to do something with it because it's a live ball once it goes that far. Plus, it's already hit one of your guys. 8.37 in the quarter now. Trojans with a two-score lead, 
You have got Zekas back there with one running back. That one running back is going to be number 16, Jackson Norman. Four wideouts, three on the near side. Ball's on the ground. Can they find it? I think the quarterback was touching it with his knee on the ground. He was. He got hit pretty good, so he's laying on the ground rolling over right now. Well, Ouch, it, I had to hurt because he was down and got hit kind of. And there's really there's not a penalty. People might think there yeah, was. Well, he's going for the ball. He was the going guy. for the ball. So North Hall's guy dove into him because he's trying to get the ball, and he well, hit him right on his knee, Ron. Well, and, and the thing about it was is they didn't know if he was down yet or not. Right, and he wasn't well, when he first wh- started. Yeah, the whistle hadn't blown yet, and then. And the player was going for the ball, and it's a loose football. It's anybody's ball when it's laying like that. Low snap and just not a good thing for the Broncos. Eight minutes exactly on the clock, a five-yard loss, second and 15. Hands off to the running back. And he gets tackled right there at the 15-yard line, so no gain on the play. No, I think he lost another yard. (laughs) Third down now, 14 or 15 yards to go, 746 in the quarter. The Dayton score right quick. 19 nothing on it, Grove on top of Chesapeake in the first half. 19 nothing. Tanner White, I think, on that last stop. And uh, you don't think they're fired up a little bit now with a 10 point lead, do you? I think they are. Four wideouts. All but one guy stands up. Two on either side. One guy set off to the far side. Looks like Martin. Takes it. Looking to throw. Is the quarterback. Zekas throws it in the middle. Incomplete. Threw it out in front of him. And if he'd have caught it, he'd have got knocked out of his hand because he got nailed. By, yeah. Was that Walker Davis that yeah. nailed him? Yeah, right oh, there. 6'2 sophomore, 170-pound Davis. And the thing about it is, Zachis had some kind of weird overhand motion. He just threw it directly into the turf. Yeah, threw it low. It looked like he was trying to bounce it to him. Can't do that in this sport. After the penalty, they go three plays and outs. Be fourth and about 15 now. They'll punt it. Titus D'Arcangelo will do the punting. He stands at his... Two. Another candidate for the all-name team. The Archangelo. We'll kick it about to five. Per year stands about the 42. It'll let it go out of bounds around that spot. No, it's going to actually kick back into the field. No, it, went, it did go. It went out of bounds yeah, and yeah, come back it, in. It did. There, good job, Ron. So I, I thought it was going that direction. It hit right on the sideline at the east for south 41-yard line, and that's where North Hall will have it. With 7.09 remaining in the first half. And again, for the third time in the first half, North Hall has the ball on a possession inside East Side territory. Up in Cleveland, 14-7. White County on top of Gilmer. Then Oakwood is Lumpkin County, 14. West Hall, 7. 26-yard punt. Had two short ones. Here's a handoff coming around this side. Carlton got a little opening. Tried to come around that man, ran the 40. The 35 knocked out of bounds at the 34. Yeah, that, that fast running back, number seven, is the one that got him Martin. out. Yeah, Martin, Martin came across. Got uh, North Hall's having to settle their guys down. One of the big linemen that time wanting to stay yeah, back they, and say they're a getting few a, things. Yeah, they're getting a little chippy. They don't need to be getting this No, not, not this early in the game. No, a, no, no. With a 10-point lead for sure. And, you know, and what did we say? Yep. One of the keys for North Hall, put the pedal to the floor and yep. keep it down. And this is exactly what they're trying to do right here. And Three wideouts, ball on the near hash mark. One guy back there with him, that's Ruth. Going to throw it long over the top to Perrier, incomplete. Led him by about a yard and a half too long right there. Perrier yeah. would have had it in stride and another touchdown. You guys know a point also, I was talking with Sean Pender on game plan. And Gary, we make that point. Building from that second half against Cedar Shoals last Thursday, they really had the momentum going here in the first half. Perrier looked around and uh, wanted, a, wanted a, a pass interference against DeSellian, but that was – an uncatchable thing. It was well 
Yeah, Elevator it was, yeah, it was, nobody could have caught that one. Two wide outs per year in motion. Gets the handoff late. Tries to go around the far side. Spins inside. Going to get down to maybe the 31. Close to the first it. down. Be close to the first down. Let's see they're, what they got. They're saying he got it. Yep. First down for the Trojans. So they went with that sweep to the far side this time. And he got it. But he got it right on the nose of the football on to the, the first down line they needed. Line the game. And you're seeing... The clock moved faster because they're completing these passes and they're keeping it on the ground when they're not throwing the ball. 6.35 in the quarter, North Hall by 10. Two, three wideouts, two on the short side, one on this near side, ball on the fall hash mark. Going to keep it, Marsh is. Marsh trying to go across a guy met by three, three, four, and they got him stood up <laughs> at the 28-yard line. In fact, they picked, one of them picked him up. Won't go down, but yeah. <laughs> they didn't get any forward progress either. They hit him They hit him up high, and he, they're going to give him about two yards to the 39. And I noticed Breck and Kirby and one of the linemen yeah. come in there to make sure they should didn't throw the, him down. Should be the 29. 29. 29. Yeah. I say 39, my bad. I see the three, and I'll, I see the nine or the yeah. yard line. Yeah. 5.59, 29-yard line, second down eight. <laughs> Got to get to the 21. Northall trying to take a, get another touchdown with a big lead here. Back to pass. Pressured right in the middle. We've got a flag, and Marsh oh, spins flags. out of that one, throws it late, complete. Down to the 20, I believe. Well, let's see what the flag is going to be. It's, it's going to be a back. hold on yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, going to be hold on Northall, so it's coming back regardless. It was a complete pass right at the first down marker, but... It's going to be all for naught. Good job by Tanner Marsh. He rolled away from two tackles and got away and threw a BB out there to the receiver that was coming back to it. But it's going to be a holding call on North Hall. Well, they, it, it's, you know, if he doesn't hold him, he'd probably get sacked. But mm-hmm. but because he, he definitely grabbed him. Everybody could see it. Well, at least this way you maintain the down. Yeah. Second and 18 now. First big penalty against the Trojans. Put him way behind the change. Chains. And if you get a sack, you get the loss and the loss of down. So. Yeah. 5.30 on the clock. Sosby and Kemp on the near side, the only two. And, no, there's Purrier right there at the line of scrimmage. And everybody backs up looking for a throw. Oh, the hand off to take Ruth. Ruth through the hold back to the 30. And then got knocked down right there. But a good little misdirection is Tate Ruth went across and got Nine or ten of the yards back, and that's going to be third and nine little, for the Trojans. Well, a little bit of a, a fake, little, little bit of a draw there. Yeah, exactly what it was—a draw, and it had the the Broncos were on a jailbreak blitz, and they ran right by them. Messiah Arnold, number twenty-three, when he when Ruth got up on the, off the ground, he patted him on the shoulder like, "Good run, bud." Hey, you love to see that, don't you? Yeah, really the sportsmanship. Do. Three wide right. outs, two on the far, one on the near. You got Kirby and Ruth. On this side of the quarterback, now Kirby goes to the other side. Like I was a blocking back. Going to hand off to, that's number 22, coming around this side to the 25. The 21's right into the guy. And there's the another down. flag. Another nah. flag. Was that going to be a holding flag? Yeah, holding again yeah. on the Trojans. Right there at the 28-yard line. That one was behind the play, too. Yep, Cole Cable would have had the first down, but it was behind the play. Yeah, number 73 is holding his hands over his head like he may be the guilty party. And the coaches are begging for that and yelling out there and saying, we can't be doing that. Yeah, because it was really nowhere near the play. Yeah, play was out in front of them, and the, the hole was right there at the 28. Cole was able to get down to the 20, which would have been a first down, but this will push it down and make it third down. And a long way, the ball's going to be back to the 38. So that's two potential first downs. Yep. 
on this one drive that had been nullified by holding penalties. Third and 17 now for the Trojans, 429 in the quarter. You got to get up there close. Cole Cable still in the game as a wide out. Corbin Sobey. Well, a little in the bit of confusion out. for yeah. North Hall now. 15, 14, 13. Coles, or excuse me, Corbin staying in kind of at a tight end position. Perrier on this side going to throw it long over the top to Riles. Riles trying to get there to it. Can't get over through it. Down there, good coverage by number eight that time. That was Clarence DeCillian. And incomplete will be a fourth and 17 for the Trojans. Joe, the Lonsbury Cafe FCA scoreboard. Got sad news for me. Down in Atlanta, Midtown has beaten Johnson 33-9 in the ninth of the season at four and six. Well, uh, but you know, you, you, that's a I, big step forward. Uh, yeah, step. that's four more wins than they've had in a while. Because they had a lot of trouble. The Atlanta officials, I think, it was one of the biggest thing getting used to the play of Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Long snap, punters running over to the one side, going to come down right in the man's hand, and he got drilled. As soon as he caught it at the 11, and he gets hit immediately by the cover of the run of the gunner on North Hall and knocked him down. That was Tanner White. I am surprised. I guess he just didn't have time to signal for a fair yeah, catch. It was a, it was a really drive. short punt. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they wanted. Yeah, Parker Dale hit a line drive down there in number three. That was uh, Cole Ferguson caught it, was and it? he got hit immediately. Well, 27-yard punt. I'm yeah, sorry. He was, he was trying to get it pinned down, but they caught it a little, you know, out of around outside the 10 to keep it from getting inside, you know, before they could down it real close. But he paid the price for it. 401 in the quarter, 24-14. East Forsyth with the football. First down at their own 11. Two wideouts. Two running backs going to hand off to the big man right there. That's number 18, Noah Hoover. And Hoover's going to get out to the 19-yard line. Yeah, Troy Hoover. He got that a, time. And he got a good gain on first down. It, that's because they didn't wrap him up, Ron. They were just bouncing off of him. Nobody were trying to knock him down. And, you know, this is a game of blocking and tackling. You block on offense, you tackle on defense, man. Wonder if Morris is hurt. He hadn't run the ball as much as we saw him against Cherokee Bluff. Going to hand off to Hoover again, and he's going to get wrapped up around the 22, but fights forward for the first down out to around the 23-yard line. It'll be first and ten for and, the Broncos. And North Hall players help him up. Yeah, well, he, he tried to stiff arm Holsey. Tried to stiff arm Dalton Holsey, the sophomore linebacker, 5'8", 175, and Dalton would have none of that and just hung on. First and ten now at uh, East Versailles, 23. Four wideouts. One back there to his side. That's Hoover. Hoover's going to get hit in the backfield and get out to the 24. Wrapped up there, it looks like, by number eight, Zeke Harris. Yeah, and also at the bottom of the pile, 34, Matthew Arceo. Gets about two yards out to the 25, second down and eight. Coming up with three minutes left here in the quarter. I tell you what, their line's so big when they they get two or three yards before you you can touch them. Yeah, they're big. Four wide outs, balls on the near hash mark. The wide out on the near side is Cannon Hunter. And you got Frank Norman and Muffet on the far side. Gus Martin beside his quarterback on the left. Quick pass, hit immediately as he caught it. They had one of the receivers, I think the tight end went down there. Norman caught it at the 30 and got hit immediately. That was Luke Jenkins, I think, that hit it. Now, that time they did wrap him up. I mean, they wrapped him up good. And number 16, Jackson Norman, the one that caught it. Third and two, three. Third and about three. Got to get to the 20 or 33. The ball's just over the 30. 223 in the quarter. Hand off to. Number six, Perk got the first down. That's Martin bounced off a guy. Ball's out. I think 
He's for South recovered. Oh, that was, that was lucky bounce. Yep. One of the big yeah. linemen, big number 70, fell on that ball. But he, they effectively punched it out. Somebody put a hand or a helmet on that ball, and that thing just scored it out. Definitely was not down yet. They were fortunate that Jackson Mayo fell on that ball. First down, balls at the 43-yard line, 2.07 in the quarter. Going to hand off to Martin. Martin trying to go across. He does. Gets across the 50, the 45, finally run out of bounds by Walker Davis. He's a spacer. He's a little short fellow. But yes, man, he, he is. Yeah, and he's, and he's hard to find in a crowd. Yep. He's the one that blitzed up the middle for him to go for 48 yards. Yep, sure is. Ball in all of a sudden with 159 remaining. Ball's all the way down the North Hall, 42. Two wide outs. Martin and Muffet on the near side. One guy in a slot going to hand off to number Martin. seven, Martin again. Martin going to get pushed all the way down across the 35 to about the 34. Second down and about three to go. 145 in the quarter and running. Martin, the last guy getting up. Looked like uh, Dalton Hulsey helping him up. Three wide outs throwing over to this near side. Good screen pass. Good cat gets that from behind right there by North Hall. Looked like Zeke has making And now flag. we got a flag. Comes in late. Zeke Harris, the senior linebacker, number eight, was the one that grabbed him from behind. Zeke's pretty good load at 6'2", 185. And, but let's see what this flag is going to be. I'm not sure if we're going to, it's going to be on North Hall. It's going to be a dead ball. Personal foul on East Forsyth. After the play. Order. After the play. Yep. It'll be after the play. The play didn't get them much. Maybe so, a yard or so. Yep. You guys don't move with the boxes. Y'all are going to move and mess that up really bad. Well, I don't know where the chains are going. I don't know. The chains are moving, and they're not supposed to. Now they'll have to go over and straighten that out because the chains are supposed to stay up there where they were. Only yeah, one I don't know it was a dead ball. Yep. Now they're going to have to do that again. Now they're going to have to go over and say, you better stop them because that's not the point to gain now. It was way down there to 30-something. They're not even noticing it, fellas. Yep. It's first yeah. down and 10. Somebody's got to yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah, I think the North Hall folks are trying to get the uh, Balls at the 47. They hand off to Martin. Martin trying to get around the far side. He gets hit up high, knocked down to about the 41. Wow. I don't understand. They'll have to get uh, so they, Are they saying he made the line to gain and then it just That may back. have been what it was that he got the first down and then they pushed it back. Okay. That may have been what happened. Okay. That well, would be the only thing that would make the sense. Play. Yeah. 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 All thing There's the snap. Throws it over the top. Did he catch it over there? I think he, yeah, sure he did. He, he that caught was a that great one inbounds right there on the 32, 33-yard line. He caught it. That was number 13. Andrew Frank had to stretch way out towards the sideline and caught it at the 30 four-yard line, 53 seconds, first now, and ten. Becomes a moot point. They gained the yardage back anyway. Ball to 34. Zekas looks, throws a high pop-up over the top, and nobody there but the ball boy. You know, North Hall had a guy chasing it, but I think the receiver made a stop, and he thought he's going to go. Yep. It's a go-route, not a stop-route. Is that what you're saying, Ron? Well, he threw a go-route, <laughs> and then the receiver ran a stop. Third down, 10 yards to go, ball to 34 of North Hall. 43 seconds. Zekas back, got pressure. He's going to get tackled at the 44-yard line. That's a nice sack there by Charlie Wright. Was that Charlie Wright? Yeah, yeah number, 10. number 10. Charlie Wright 
comes in there and makes the tackle for the sack. That's a huge play right there. Timeout. Absolutely. And that's the first timeout we've had taken tonight. Yes, first timeout with 37 seconds. East Forsyth will have it third down, but a long way to go for the first. You got to figure though that you know that with two timeouts left. Yeah, they got and, they got and, you, you, two, and down. two downs to work with. They may keep it for the rest of this half. They may just sit on it, but uh, try to run something. If they get that little number seven, Martin open up, or he may just get one of them long runs again. You never know. You know what I like about these uniforms from North Hall? What's that? They remind me of my home school uh, uniforms. The Coos Eagles, we were black and white. This, well, our home uniforms look just like this. Black all the way up and down. Well, I like them because I can read the numbers easy, thank okay. goodness, which helps me. I'm for, I, you know, I'm trying to think, it's a long time since I've seen a team that looked like what we used to have. Instead of that Trojan on the side of the helmet, we had an eagle. Yep. yep. FCA scoreboard looks like Lumpkins up on top of West Hall, 21 to 7. They are. And wide on top of Gilmer, 14 to 7. Now, is White County in the playoffs either way, Mike? I think so. What I've been told by Drew Harris, yes. I know winning tonight would solidify that, but third down now. Looks like about 19 to go. Ball is on the North Hall 43 after the big sack by Charlie Wright. 37 seconds left. Three wideouts. Ball basically in the middle of the field. Gus Martin stands to the right of his quarterback, Zekas. Zekas takes it. All kinds of guys going to throw a release valve to Zekas. Zekas got a hole to the 20. Just by a guy. Look at that footwork down to the 10, to the 9. That was Martin, I think. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, little was speedster. Martin. Yep. What's the clock? Little Martin right there. It's yeah, down to 26 two. seconds left. Yeah, They've got two timeouts. Now Big Hoover's going to come back in the game. It's calling timeout here. Timeout, he's for sight. Dawson Reed. Dawson Reed saved that touchdown that time. And you guys were, you, I mean, you be prophetic. You said get it in the hand. And they did. Yep. Not on a run, but on a pass. Well, they, what they, what North Hall should have done is have some guys back. They brought everybody after the quarterback after they got that sack a while ago. They were they were getting sack hungry. Well, they didn't. Nobody covered and spied uh, number seven, Gus Martin. He's been the speedster, and he made two, maybe three really nifty moves where he was able to sidestep a, a, a possible tackler and got all the way down, and we're going to mark it right at the 10, so it'll be first and goal at the 10 uh, and with that, 26 that, seconds. That's what you love about high school football, you know? You got a guy that's probably what, maybe five eight, a buck, a buck fifty, that and he can be a big part of this game. I might even be buck taller than him. We talk about how short I am. I might actually be taller than him. I'd have to be over and stand beside him. Twenty six seconds. Yeah. East for South comes out of the huddle, back outside. What can you run with him? Well, this is a, this, I mean, I know what North Hall gets the ball to start the second half, but this is kind of big for him right it here. It is. It is. You got know, the big man back they, there again. They love to keep him out. Troy Hoover is the running back next to Zekas. He's also got another man back there. Oh, direct snap to number nine. He's going to get inside the five. At number nine is Will Moffitt. Moffitt is the receiver normally, but that time, that's the last timeout call by East Forsyth with right 20. there with 20 seconds left. Yeah. Second down and goal. Ball's at the four now. And that was a pretty clever move right there by, by East Forsyth that it, time. It was. When we're talking about the size of East Forsyth line, you know, Higgins, Johnson, Dunlap, Adams, and Day are some big old boys in there, fellas. There's no doubt about it. 
You got Higgins in there. He's a load. He's one of the one of the bigger ones we've seen this year for sure. So if they get it in, they would cut it. It's a 10-point lead. They could cut it to three. Make it 24-21 at the half if they score and get the extra point. North Hall would love to hold them right here to nothing more than a field goal or no points if possible as they get the ball to start the second half. And they had twice where they almost had it and couldn't couldn't get the hold them on third down or they get a long game like Martin did there a moment ago. Long timeout with 20 seconds left. The bands will come out. We'll have East Forsyth first, I believe. North Hall band. Honestly, I hadn't heard of the North Hall band tonight on senior night, so I'm not sure if they're even participating. Well, they were. They played the national anthem. Yeah, they're, they're sitting behind. Oh, I see them. They're on the other end down here. Down next to you, Ron, uh, Gary. All right, let's see. First and goal, second and goal. Ball is at the back. Three. Three. Yeah, three. One back. Moffitt is back there taking the direct snap. They give it to him. Going to hand off. He's going to keep it himself. Moffitt did. Under the handoff. Touchdown. Hand off to Hoover. Hoover touchdown. Yeah. Hoover. With 14 seconds left. The little spark plug guy. Yeah. Little little fire plug built yeah. low to the ground, but with a lot of yeah, power. I say low center gravity. Daniel Neary in to attempt the extra point. Moffitt will do the holding. They close the swinging gate on the line of scrimmage with 14 seconds remaining. Snap, the hold is down, near his kick is up, and it is good, 24 to 21 with 14 seconds remaining in the first. And we're back in 30 seconds with the kickoff here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Getting ready for a halftime. Gary will talk with Coach Sean Pender here at the end of the quarter. North Hall leading by three here in a high-scoring first half. Well, we said it might be a shootout, and it is. 45 points. Daniel Neary to do the kicking for East Forsyth back deep. This is Pergier and Carlton. Ty Kemp back there. And number take Luke on the far side over there. Yeah. See what he does right here. See what Neary does. There's a kickoff, a little pooch kick high up in the air. Somebody better get over and catch it, hold it at the 25 to the 20 to the 30. 35 and out of bounds. That was uh, 20. Ty Kemp caught it around the 25. Got up to the 41. So you go, to, you go to your play guard, playground playbook and the student body go long? Well, you may just take a knee because you get the ball to start the second half. They like to do yeah. something here and see what happens. You never know. Well, sometimes you just... Well, they look like they're going to go for something. Three wideouts on the far, one on the near, one man in motion. That's Kemp coming from the far side to the near side. What's Ruth Berger? on the right of his quarterback. Back to pass. Throws it to right at the Corbin Sosby, right out of the box to the 45-yard line. With five seconds left. Second down and about two with five seconds remaining. 
They've got their complement of timeouts unless they take one right here, which they're not. But at least they know when they can move the football on. Well, they're playing deep. Look how deep they're getting. Oh, yeah. You All got the way four, the goal line. You got up. four guys back in kick return mode over right here, Ron, for uh, East Forsyth. They catch it short and then collapse on him, I'm guessing, right? Three guys, on, two guys on this side. Well, with five seconds, you don't have much time to do anything. You've got Sosby going to the far side with Kemp. You've got Kirby off the line. You've got Pergier, the receiver, on way out split wide. And they've got a timeout, timeout call. By North Hall. Timeout call by North Hall with five seconds remaining in the first half. Well, if you see something that you can go for, you might as well call it. You can't take it over. That's so. right. That's right. You have plenty of time. You got your full complement of timeout, so you might as well. Scores around the area on the Long Street Cafe FCA score. Where last score I've got now is Walnut Grove on top of Chesapeake, 19-0 in the region. It is North Oak County, 27, Cherokee Bluff, nothing. Down in Oakwood, it is Lumpkin County right before halftime, leading West Hall, 28-7 now. Madison County's 21-13 on East Hall in the second quarter. East for South, uh, East Hall playing them better than I thought. Well, you know, <laughs> they're trying to do North Hall a favor. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we need to give him Friday night. Do us, do us a favor, right. too, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't have to travel. Yeah, we're only a couple of days removed from Halloween, you know. That's right. Ray is down taking some warm-up kicks. Yep. They got to get a, uh, probably another th- 25, 30 yards before he would even think about putting him in. All right. Four wideouts, two on either side. Probably the last play it is. Blaine coming on. They throw it short underneath the Ruth. Ruth at the 50. Got a flag there. The horn goes off. Ruth trying to go create something. Go around the other side. Coming back to this side now at the 50, the 45. Another flag, another flag down to the 30. All the kinds 26, of flags. Four flags, yeah. and the ball's fumbled out of bounds. <coughs> Tate uh, Ruth boy. tried to well, you uh, can't, really. You can't end it on a penalty on anybody. And if it's on defense, you can't end it. On offense, if it's offsetting, or if it's on offensive play, I think you probably could. Well, you, you they, they just decline it and yeah. take the play. So, then on the man downfield, downfield against North Hall, that'll be declined, and that'll be the personal end. Personal foul will crack back, and they'll decline that. Let the play it's half time. The end of your quarter right there, end of your half. Let's see if we can get something with Coach Pender. Coach, it turned into a little bit of a shootout there, didn't it? Yeah, it's a shootout. It's going to be a battle. We just got to keep pressing. We get the ball first coming out of halftime, and we got to make the most of our opportunity. Yeah, and you had it rolling there, and you had the 10-point lead, and then all of a sudden things is it's, the football's funny shape takes funny bounces sometimes. No, yeah, I mean, we just right there that uh start our drive so it, we got to make sure that we um play clean football and make sure we you know take the most advantage of our our situations you know we all right coach appreciate your time second hey there you go guys all right thanks much gary coming up next in two minutes we bring you the united community bank halftime report on 97.5 glory fm 